Hey, you're listening to Life Talks with Lel, where our desire is for you to discover who you are in Christ and unlock your destiny for God's kingdom. We hope that you enjoy today's Life Talk. Hello, everyone. We are back with Life Talks with Lella. Today is going to be an awesome podcast for you guys. Tonight, actually, it is 8.26 p.m. in Tampa, Florida. And I'm here with the one and only Rachel Soto. <laughs> She's awesome. If you know her, you know her laugh. You know it's her. You just know. Y'all know what I'm talking about. If you don't know Rachel Soto. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, Rachel Soto, where are you from? Um, originally from Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Whoop, Bethlehem. So, PA. <laughs> um, Got to represent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Moved to Tampa for Bible College. How did you hear about the school and stuff? Um, when I was... 16 years old, I was at a revival service with Jonathan Shuttlesworth, mm-hmm. um, and he called me out, and he told me about ministry, and that doors of ministry would never be a problem in my life, mm-hmm. and at that time, I didn't know what any of that meant, because I was word, like, word. I was like, uh, yeah. okay, um, but then when I was 18, I was in college, and um, I just felt stuck, and mm-hmm. for a long time, I was like, I just felt like my life was like a, a cycle, um, and mm-hmm. I was like, Lord if you're so real, like, I need a change in my life. I was like, I know that there's more out there. And Mm -hmm. he gave me a dream of River Bible Institute. And I didn't even, like, really look at the school ever. And so when I had that dream, I knew it was from the Lord. So then I just came down. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's been great. You know, I've seen you change throughout, you know. I know I've changed. We all changed (laughs) since our first year. Yeah. Now we're both (laughs) interns in Bible school. But, yeah, you're awesome. But today, this podcast is called Treat Yourself, and you're probably wondering what that means, but I'm going to tell y'all, you need to treat yourself with the word of God, Yeah. okay? So what I'm here to tell you is that I want you to understand today what it means to be set apart. And you know, as Christians, we live in a dark world, but as children of God, we are the light. So even if the world is getting darker, the children of God are getting brighter. But you know what makes us shine? Jesus living on the inside of us and his glory being manifested through our lives. That's what makes us shine. And when we spend time with the Lord and reading his word and giving and showing others the goodness of God, we are being examples of Christ. Therefore, we shine. And you know, sometimes the world is not going to like that. And sometimes people are not going to like you because you're different and you're set apart. Mm -hmm. But that's okay. Jesus was persecuted, so we'll be persecuted as well. But we can't take those persecutions personally to the point we fall away from from God because we don't like how we're different. No. But we're here to be different, to make a difference, okay? We are set apart. Instead of trying to be like the world, be the queen and the woman of God or the man of God from God's kingdom, because that's who you are. And the Lord's called you to be set apart. And sometimes when we hear that word, we think like, oh my gosh, like we're set apart, we're all alone, we're like some weird, freaky Christians, <laughs> like, oh my gosh, who are they? But in reality, we are, we're a nation. It says in 1 Peter 2, 9, yeah. this is the main scripture. Um, if you guys want to go to 1 Peter 2, 9, it says, but you are God's chosen treasure, priests who are kings, a spiritual nation set apart as God's devoted ones. He calls you out of the darkness to experience his marvelous light. And now he claims to you as his very own. 
He did this so you would broadcast his glorious oneness throughout the world. So it says that being set apart means that we are a spiritual nation. As Christians, we are a spiritual nation. So if you want to go to 1 Peter 2, I'm going to read 1 Peter 2 through 1 through, let's see, 16. So bear with me. So 1 Peter 2 says, So abandon every form of evil, deceit, hypocrisy, feelings of jealousy, and slander. In the same way that you... In the same way that nursing your infants cry for milk, nursing your babies cry for milk, you must intensely crave the pure spiritual milk of God's word. For this milk will cause you to grow into maturity, fully nourished and strong for life. Especially now that you've had taste, that you've had a taste of the goodness of the Lord, Jehovah, and have experienced his kindness. So keep coming to him who is the living stone, though he was rejected and distracted by men, but chosen by God and is the priceless in God's sight. Come and be his living stones who are continually being assembled into a sanctuary for God. I always think of Avengers when I hear the word assemble. I'm just like, oh my God, assemble. Okay. <laughs> like, we like are the Avengers, you know what I'm saying? But anyways, let me keep going. <laughs> for now, so it says, for now... You serve as holy priests, offering up spiritual sacrifices that he really accepts through Jesus Christ. For it says in the scripture, look, I say, look, I lay a cornerstone in Zion, a chosen and priceless stone. And whoever believes in him will certainly not be disappointed. Mm -hmm. As believers, you know his great work and indeed and his preciousness is imparted to you. But for those who do not believe, the stone that the builders rejected and discarded has now become the cornerstone and a stone that makes them stumble and a rock to trip over. They keep stumbling over their message because they refuse to believe it. And this they were and this is what they were destined to do. And first Peter two nine. But you are God's chosen treasure, priests who are kings, a spiritual nation set apart as God's devoted ones. He called you out of the darkness to experience his marvelous light, and now he claims you as his very own. He did this so that you would broadcast his glorious wonders throughout the world. For at one time you were not God's people, but now you are. At one time you knew nothing of God's mercy because you haven't received it yet. But now you are drenched with it. So I'm going to stop right there because I know that's a lot. But basically, when you are set apart, people are not going to like it. Some people will, but the world is dark. So they're not going to, they don't like the light. They don't like you convicting them. They don't like yeah. you shining bright when they're dealing with depression and anxiety right. and worry and, well, why are you full of joy? Yeah. But it says in the Bible to go ye and preach the gospel. So we are here to mm-hmm. not just to keep this to ourselves, but to share it to others. Right. And sometimes people reject it. I remember one time I was sewing and I was telling uh, this dude about Jesus and automatically was like, no, 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 no. I don't want it. I don't want it. And I was just so mad because I was like, how do you not want to make sure you're going to heaven? Right. Like, if only it, you knew. Literally. And it's like, if only you knew the blessing that God has right. for you. If only you knew um, what you could receive out of that. Yeah. If only you knew all of that hurt and pain can come out of you if you mm-hmm. just believe. Yeah. But some people don't. Some people don't want to believe. Some people don't want to be set apart. And some, some people just don't want to be different. Yeah. You know? And so I remember, like, being so confused as to why he rejected it. And then the Lord was like, they're not rejecting you, they're rejecting me. And then that's when I had to realize, you know, okay, this is not about me. 
you know, being yeah. set apart. It's not about me, you know, being a preacher or whatever, mm-hmm. or me being just a Christian, a believer, doing my own thing. No, it's like we're called to be set apart, but we're also going to be examples of Christ. Yeah. So for you in your personal life, Rachel, like you growing up, mm-hmm. I know you told me some things. Some people don't know this about you, but like, yeah. what does it mean to you to be like set apart? Like, what does that mean mm-hmm. to you? And how did you take that? Yeah. You know? uh, I grew up in the church. Mm-hmm. Um, so growing up, people would always tell me, um, Rachel, you're set apart. Like, you're not like everybody else. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. Like, I, they would tell me that, and I didn't really understand what it meant to be set apart. Mm-hmm. So when they said that I was set apart, I felt very different. Yeah. Um, but now, looking back like, in my life, and especially in high school, mm-hmm. I knew I was set apart. I yeah. knew that I wasn't like everybody else. I knew that when friends would invite me out to party or to do things, like, I mm. knew I didn't belong, Yeah, you know? And obviously, that was the Holy Spirit kind of, like, checking me in my spirit and saying, mm-hmm. Rachel, don't do that. Like, yeah. you're different. You are called. Mm-hmm. You are chosen. And so, being set apart, to me, means being uncomfortable. Mm. So, yeah. I believe that when, you know, growing up, you know, we live in this world, but we are not of this world. Right. So when you are set apart, when the Lord chooses you and he calls you, you know, you are appointed. You mm-hmm. are chosen. Right, so right. obviously you're not going to do what Susan down the street is doing and going mm-hmm. out and partying every night. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's how it was in, in high school. People were always drinking, yeah. getting high in the bathrooms, things like that. And for me, since I didn't have that firm foundation, I was always lukewarm. Right. Even when I was doing things, like, I knew it was wrong, and I knew it was because I was set apart. Mm-hmm. And it took, even the times that I wanted to, to do, like, extreme, like, crazy stuff, yeah. my mom already knew. Yeah. The Lord, like, gave her a dream or something. <laughs> Mama knows. Mama knows. Mama knows. My youth leaders knew. Like, they just, mm-hmm. you know, but because the Lord was protecting me, because I was set apart. Mm-hmm. Um, so for a long time, I just was like, well, I'm just different, and... But no, being set apart is, is something, if you think about it, you're, the Lord is choosing you. The Lord yeah. is appointing you to do something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're going to be uncomfortable because you're not supposed to be doing what everybody else is doing. Exactly. You know, and you look at the life of Jesus. The Lord, he, Jesus was set apart. He yeah. was not like, you know, Peter and John, and obviously those were his disciples, but Jesus was called to do something different. Jesus was called, mm-hmm. you know, he died on the cross. You know, he died for us. So that had to be uncomfortable Mm -hmm. for him to be on the cross and get beaten and whipped and, you know, all this stuff like Mm -hmm. that had to be uncomfortable, you know, and we're called, you know, we want to be just like Jesus. We want to, you know, have the love of Jesus, Mm -hmm. you know, to show other people. And so, yeah, being set apart is uncomfortable and it's not always going to be like, you know, butterflies and unicorns mm-hmm. and none of that. When you serve Jesus, you have to pay pay something, you know, like Literally. the price, you know, mm-hmm. there's yeah. a price that comes with it. So it's like, yeah. Lord, my life is yours. Yes. You know, my life is absolutely yours. So, you know, I think that a lot of times when you are called, that should give you the, the opportunity for you to realize that you need to focus on what you were called to do. Exactly. You know, so mm-hmm. when you're set apart, the Lord is saying, okay, this is why. This yeah. is what you do. This mm-hmm. is what I've called you to do. Mm-hmm. You know, to do exploits for his kingdom. And mm-hmm. it's just, okay, Lord, you set me apart. I know because I feel uncomfortable because mm-hmm. I'm not like the people in my high school. I'm not like these people in my college. So what is my purpose? What am I, what am I to do? Yeah. And then, boom, he gives you that download. And 
now when he tells you now you're focused yeah. your focus is now on the Lord and your focus is now on how to get to your call how to fulfill your call you know mm -hmm. he'll give you the downloads he'll give you the grace he'll open up the doors for you he'll shut the doors that need to be shut in your mm -hmm. life because when you are set apart you'll know mm -hmm. you'll know because you you ain't gonna be like everybody else you ain't gonna be like everybody else yeah mm -hmm. it's like the Lord you know like it like it says again mm -hmm. um in first Peter 2 9 mm -hmm. it's so good and I'm gonna read in the amplified version yeah, do. but you are a chosen race mm -hmm. a royal priesthood mm -hmm. a dedicated nation God's own purchased mm -hmm. special people that you may set forth the wonderful deeds and display the virtues and perfections of him who called you out of darkness into mm -hmm. his marvelous light. He's saying he called you like he called you out like yeah. he called you out like that's so good. The Lord called us out of darkness and into light mm -hmm. right then and there. It's telling you you're set apart. Right. You're you live in this world, but you are not of this world. So I'm going to take you out. I'm going to go ahead and, and show you what you're supposed to do. Yeah, you're going to feel uncomfortable and you're going to feel whatever. But you know what? There's a grace. Look exactly. at my life now. Yeah. Like, if you would have told me in high school that I would be in Tampa, Florida, <laughs> doing internship, yeah. becoming an evangelist, I would laugh straight in your face. <laughs> I would be like, yeah, you right. Mom. Yeah. Um, not today, you know. Um, but because I followed the call of God in my life and because I was obedient right. and I was focused on where the Lord was taking me, boom, this is where I am now. And mm -hmm. not only, you know, obviously there are people in high school and whatever that I thought were going to be my friends forever, you know? Yeah. Forever, you know? We all think that. Yeah, we all think that. Don't we're going to be like, forever. Oh God, yes. we're going to get a house when we're older. Babies together. Yeah, yes. like, no. no. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but it's so awesome because, like, I sacrificed those friendships. But the Lord blessed me here, especially with people that I can call my family. People that I know without a shadow of a doubt that will be in my life for a lifetime, you know? Yeah. So it's kind of like, right now where you are is not where you're going to be, you know? So it's like exactly. even people listening to this that are going through things or that they feel uncomfortable or they feel like they're alone or they, they feel like, well, what, what, the, what is my point in life? Like, I don't get it. Like, I'm just stuck. The point is, is that you're set apart. The yeah. point is that the Lord called you out of darkness and into the light, mm -hmm. you know, to follow the call of God, you know. So now it's like you know that and watch the Lord just bless your socks off, Literally. you know, with people, you know. Even Pastor Allen here says, you know, show me your five closest friends and I'm going to tell you who you are. That's right. And that's so vital. That's right. So stinking vital. Mm -hmm. Yeah, being set apart is being uncomfortable. And yeah, I like how it says in the Bible, because it says in the Amplified Version um, that we're a chosen race. Yes. And there's many that are called. It says in the mm -hmm. Bible, many are called, but few are chosen. Yes. So it's not that God has favorites. Everybody mm -hmm. has a call. Yeah. But it's like the person that chooses to follow what they feel in their spirit is yeah. the one that is like chosen because they're choosing to follow the spirit instead of the flesh and yeah. instead of what the world standard is and right. what the world calls, oh, I'm going to look like this, I'm going to dress like this, mm -hmm. I'm going to post this on Instagram, you know, I'm going to show off my body. Yeah. But in reality, God's like, like you're, you're, you you just don't have a desire to do that. You're different. You're like, yeah. I, I feel like there's more to life than mm -hmm. just, you know, posting a selfie or posting, 
you know, showing off. It was just nothing wrong with posting a selfie, you know what I'm saying? But if you do it, like, you know, every single... Right. And it's not even that. It's the intent. It's the motive and intent. It's the motive and intent. Because I do posting selfies. But it's, like, it's the motive and intent behind it and you showing off your body, like, ooh, you know, Billy down the street gonna like this photo. Uh Uh-huh. You gonna slide in my DMs. No. No, I mean, I I feel like I've never experienced, like, what it feels to, like, want to do that. Yeah. Especially as as girls, like, we want to feel wanted. So we post something, we want to... You know, because we feel alone, we want to yeah. do this. But in reality, God is setting you apart because He wants to spend time with you. He yeah. wants to you to be alone with Him, and yes. it's like whatever you sacrifice, there always has. There's always a blessing yes. that comes with it. There's yes. always a reward, and I feel like people are so stuck at where they're at that they have doubt in their heart. That's yeah. why they can't receive the reward. That's why they can't receive what the Lord has for them because there's so much doubt because they're only seeing what's happening in the natural. And they're not activating their faith. They're not activating their faith. Yeah. And I understand some people don't know how to, but this is why we have live talks. Yeah. This is why we're doing this because you have to activate your faith Mm -hmm. in order to get what you desire. Right. In order to get what you feel called to do, you have to activate your faith by stirring yourself up every day and reading the word. Right. And there's things that... You need to crave. Yes. Because there's, you know, the world is going to, you're going to crave, you know, fleshly things sometimes. Yeah. And that's when you have to, like, rebuke it. And you have to, like, literally just, like, just literally give it to the Lord and yeah. cast that thing out. Mm-hmm. And um, the reason why this podcast is called Treat Yourself is because there's three things that you need to treat your, yourself with. So if you want to write this down, if you have a pen and a paper, but number one, you need to... Treat yourself by craving the pure spiritual milk of God's word. So good. Number one, you need to crave the word of God. Get that Mm. word of God in you. Yes. Like, especially Mm. like, you know, I'm saying like us women, like we get emotional sometimes. And it's Mm. like, we want to say, you know, what we feel Mm. like needs to be said. Listen, Linda. Listen, Linda. (laughs) This is why I'm upset. But in reality, we have to just be still. We have to be chill. Mm -hmm. And literally, like, with the word of God, it washes us clean. It renews our mind. And it it strengthens Mm -hmm. us. It strengthens me. Like, every time, like, if I go a day without not reading the word of God, it will affect. For sure. Like, when I tell you the power of the word of God, it will affect me. I will get frustrated for no reason. I don't know why I'm frustrated and I feel wrong. I'm like, what am I doing this? And I realize what it is, and I beat myself up. And in reality, God's like, no, it's okay. I'm just showing you what you need to do. I'm yeah. just showing you what the consistency mm-hmm. that needs to be made in your life. So yes, that's good. you don't have to be beat up. Mm-hmm. Don't beat up yourself if you're doing things different. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's just God showing you of what you're called to do. Yeah. And num- so number one, crave the word of God every day. Number two, crave his presence. Crave the presence of God. Instead of being mm-hmm. with somebody, be with God. Yeah. Be with Jesus. Spend time in that in that closet in that um, prayer. Instead of crying to a dude or a woman, <laughs> cry to Jesus. Yeah, come on. I'll come tell you on. this. Um, I've told this in my podcast before, but I'll just tell you again. But there was one time that was very strange. <laughs> but like the Lord confirmed me when He uh, showed me this. But I was just crying about a situation. I was in the bathroom. And I was just like crying and crying. And but I was talking to the lord i was spending time with it yeah. even though i'm like i was crying out of something like out of the flesh but i was crying out to god yeah and i went back to class and my friend looks at me she's like i just felt the presence of god when you just sat next to me wow and i was like what like i was confused <laughs> i was like i was literally just crying like a baby in the yeah. bathroom but the lord's like yeah but you came to me about it mm-hmm. it's like you came to me you came to my presence that's good so that's why I was like, you know, wow. It's like, it just, I saw things from a different perspective. It's like, God wants 
obviously he doesn't want you to, like, to be upset, but he, he rathers you to be upset to him. Yeah, he'd rather you vent to him because you are his child. Exactly. He's you a father. Yes. He is mm. my father. That's good. You know what I'm saying? So, instead of riding out with your best friends mm-hmm. about what's going on with your life, will it do you any good? Right. Like, for you, did you ever do that sometime, like, with your friends and you're just talking? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, did it so feel good afterwards when no. you did that? No, especially if I was talking to <laughs> my worldly friends. They're like, okay, well, just, just take a drink. You'll feel so much better. Uh-huh. And then you wake up in the morning with regrets. Look, the Lord, it's not like that. It's the total opposite. opposite. Because you're able to talk to your father. Mm-hmm. You're able to be like, Lord, I'm going to be real with you. I'm like that with the Lord. When mm-hmm. I'm in my prayer closet and I'm not happy about something or I'm like, you know, I'm like, Lord, I'm going to be real. I'm going to be real. And then I'm like, you know? Yeah. But then I'm able to not feel bad because I'm not, one, gossiping to someone else. Exactly. And I'm not like, this person did that. No, I'm able to talk to my dad and say, this is how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. And then, boom, the presence of God comes, his peace, his joy. Exactly. So then it's not like you're going to have any regrets. No, no you're going to be filled with the love yeah. of God that you're not even going to remember why you were so upset. Mm-hmm. You know? It's right. not like that the world is going to be like, yeah, you should tell them. You should tell them often. You know, post it on Facebook. Tag them. And yeah, 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 yeah. Petty <laughs> stuff. You know what I mean? What's that petty that's going to do? For where's, that, where's that going to take you? Yeah, no and that's, it's so important, like, who you talk to because it shows the fruit in, in your life. Mm-hmm. You know? So if you're, you know, if you're just continually pouring out to someone you know you shouldn't be, there's no fruit. You're not going to grow. Exactly. You know, but when you talk to the Lord or you talk to an accountability or you talk to a pastor, exactly. you know, someone, the fruits in that conversation, you're going to walk out feeling refreshed you're gonna feel like you can take the world like yes. when i'm telling you like just from like spending time with the lord mm-hmm. obviously you want to do it every day and you want to be consistent yeah. but like i'm talking about like when i cried out to the lord and mm-hmm. i'm worshiping him i come out feeling like superwoman yeah like i feel like oh i can do all things to christ mm-hmm. who strengthens me i'm a, above and not beneath i'm yeah. the head you know and not oh. the tail i'm not yes. some tail on yes. the head you know what i'm saying <laughs> Like, it's literally, like, I feel like, uh, like, if you just try, you know that we're not just saying this. Right. If you just try for, for, like, 20 minutes and take yeah. time instead of venting to somebody, to a man or to a woman about yeah. your life, like, spend time with the Lord, mm-hmm. and you'll see the fruit. You'll see the strength. And to the point where those things won't even matter to you anymore. Yeah. The things that you struggle with, the things that yeah. you are gossiping about the things that mm-hmm. somebody did to you or hurt you of course the lord cares about that but he says come to me yes all ye that have heavy burdens mm-hmm. i will give you rest yeah when you spend time with the lord there's rest with it mm-hmm. when you spend time with people that are not going to do anything for you yeah. there's more burdens yeah. more burdens come yep yeah. you know what i'm saying so treat yourself mm-hmm. crave the word of god and Crave by being in his presence. In his presence, yes. there's fullness of joy. Mm. You're going to be happy. That joy sustains you every single day. You, somebody could do something new, and it won't even phase you because the joy of the Lord is your strength. Yeah. You know? And I would say the last one, treat yourself by showing the goodness of God to others. Yes. Man, when I tell you, when I bless somebody, it feels mm. good. Yeah. I feel like, dang, like, I just made that person good. happy. <laughs> like, I just did that. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? And people who are set apart do stuff like that. Right. It's like, oh, in reality, like, my mama told me this, and I'll never forget this. I was, because um, this in the Bible, bless those who persecute you. And I wasn't being persecuted, <laughs> but my friend, this girl was getting on my nerves. She got my last nerves. She was getting my last nerves. And um, 
my mom and my sister, they're very like, okay, like they're very like on my side mm-hmm. and they're very like, oh, she did that to you, then you better stay away. But for some reason, my mom didn't do that to me this time. And she was like, okay, you know what you do? What does she want for her birthday? Mm. I said, she'd be talking about how she wants this, like, you know, new Tom shoes or whatever. <laughs> and then she's like, okay, we're going to buy that for her. Mm. Because we're going to love on her. Yeah. Even though she hurt you into that, we're just going to love on her. Because yeah. the Bible says for us to do that. And I, I never forgot that moment. I remember when she saw that. That's so good. And she knew that I wasn't cool with her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, when she saw that, she that changed something in her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Instead of being like the world and start, you know, Bad fighting mommy. and just like strifing, causing yeah. strife, just show the goodness of God to other people. Right. Because that's what Jesus said. He felt compassionate yeah. every time he went and he saw somebody that was sick. Mm-hmm. He felt compassionate. He's like, no, let me heal you. I don't want you to stay this yeah. way. I don't want you to stay the same. Mm-hmm. You know? Whatever, whatever the enemy is trying to put on you or, you know, when it comes to strife or anything, I think that's so good. You know, you have to work in the opposite spirit of what the enemy is trying to do yes so if he's trying to cause strife go ahead and buy that person whatever they want the best thing the best thing don't let it be cheap don't let it be cheap because what (laughs) what they can't say anything they can't be like literally (laughs) you got them yeah you got them so good that they'll probably be in shock that they can't even say a word like you know but work in the opposite spirit. If you're feeling strife, or if you're feeling, you know, tired in the morning, and wake up early, read the word of God, get yourself in the presence, work in the opposite spirit, and watch, because you go from glory to glory, from strength to strength. Literally. And it says in uh, Romans 12, um, it says in Romans 12, 21, never let evil deceive you, but defeat evil with good. Mm. So in other words, like, I like how NLT describes it better, but conquer evil by doing good yeah that's what it says so it's like the way as children of god and as children of light Mm -hmm. we us showing the goodness of god and the love of god towards people because this world is like especially with all the protests all the fighting the black lives matter stuff Mm -hmm. everybody's just hurt yeah in reality people that are evil just hurt yeah they're just hurt and some of them are just pure wicked and y'all need it mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, i'm not I ain't talking about that i'm talking about people that are just hurt and they're persecuting you for no reason they're just hurt yeah so if you show the love of god what does that do that breaks that stronghold yes. off mm-hmm. of them you're helping them yeah. even though it's like you said it's uncomfortable mm-hmm. to do stuff like that it also breaks something out of you. Yeah. So you guys are helping each other. Yeah. You're bringing unity. Yeah. You know, as children of God, we're supposed to bring unity. Yeah. And we're supposed to show others the goodness of God. You know, if the Lord tells you to buy somebody a cup of coffee, buy a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. If you can't buy them a car yet, start with a cup of coffee. Yeah, come on. Because I know I want to do things. I want to buy people's, you know, houses. I want to yes. do like, I want to I want to help the kingdom of God. Yes. But I got to start with where I'm at. Yes. You know what that's I mean? so good. And it's like, and it feels so good. It does something in you that to the point where it's like, when you help people, it takes the focus off of you. It takes the, oh, this is going on in my life. Oh, I'm, I feel like I'm alone. Because it's like, you're not thinking about you. You're not yeah. being selfish. You're not, it's just, the world is not about you. It's like, mm-hmm. as children of light and as children of God, as we're set apart, a spiritual nation, mm-hmm. and we're just called to be different. We're called to do whatever the world says, but the complete opposite. Yeah. If somebody tells you, oh, she did that to you, 
you better go over there and punch her. You better mm-hmm. do this. Oh, he did that to you? You better go do something to his car. Yeah. You better do this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You don't think I have thoughts come like that in Girl. my mind? Sometimes I don't have friends. My own thoughts be doing <laughs> stuff like this. My own thoughts. For real. But in reality, God's like, no, never let evil defeat you. Because mm-hmm. that's when the devil's got you. The moment yeah. you feed into that defeat, that's when you're like, mm. Mm-hmm. Never, you want to get out of that defeated state, on, that victim mentality. So oh, he did that to me. Because right. you're going to stay like that for like, the, I'm telling you, the rest of your life. Yeah. There's people that are 60 years old, 70 years old, and they're like, oh, how's life? Oh, you know, my father wasn't there. I'm like, your fa- you need to get over. Brother. You need to step over. You need <laughs> to go into another level. You is how old? Yeah. And, but sometimes, you know, nobody was there to teach him or there was i'm sure there was yeah. they rejected it right they rejected it and it says in the bible to live uh in romans twelve sixteen, live happily together in the spirit of harmony and be mind be as mindful of another's worth as you are um your own that's good be mindful yeah think, think about what you're going to do for that person tomorrow right think about something that you can do for somebody this week you know show the goodness of god towards other people you know what i'm saying so the reason why I titled this Treat Yourself is, number one, you got to crave the spiritual milk of God's word. Number two, you got to crave his presence, crave to be in the presence of God. And number three is to show the goodness of God towards others. Instead of s- strangling somebody, buy them a coffee. Do something yeah, nice for them. Work on the opposite spirit. Work on the opposite spirit. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. God loves you guys. And that's basically what I wanted to show for you guys today. Is to treat yourself by being in the word of God. You know what I'm saying? And just spend time with him. Instead of trying to, you know, like we said, talk to everybody else. Spend time with the Lord. Be in his presence. And you'll see the results. There's a reward that comes with it. You know, yeah. that God just doesn't just, leave, he doesn't just leave you alone like that. He rewards you to the point some people start to get offended yeah. by what you have. But that's okay. You're set apart. You're a spiritual nation. You're a royal priesthood. You're God's very own possession. So start acting like it. Yeah, that's good. But anyways, that's all I have for you guys today. This is Live Talks with Lella. I just want to say thank you for Rachel Soto. Thank you. For coming in. Give it up for Rachel Soto. I should have like a clapping machine. Maybe I'll put that in there. Who knows? (laughs) But anyways, um, it's an honor to be with this woman of God. I'm excited for what the Lord's going to do for you, but this is fun. It's been fun. Yeah. Well, bye, guys. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. We pray that this message encouraged you to dream, imagine, and discover all that God intends to do in and through you. For more of Lel, you can find her on Instagram at simplylella underscore. We love you, and we look forward to hearing your feedback.